Good morning, Jason. I'm just uh, looking at my quads. Okay. Uh, do you have a lot of ingrown hairs or tough, dry patches or anything on those quads of yours? I mean, that's something that I probably uh, would be suffering from if I didn't employ this, the services of softservices.co, Jason. A good website for a great company. They have uh, <laughs> they have a lot of different products. They are body skin experts, so anything below the neck... Think of soft services. The buffing bar is our go-to. It's an exfoliating bar that smooths rough and bumpy skin. It also feels good, like like I've said before, which is uh, we can't, you know, we can't downplay that. But you can layer it with your favorite uh, other bar soap because it is fragrance-free. It comes in a pack of two for the low, low price of twenty-eight American dollars. And I implore you to purchase it. Let them know how long gone sent you. Softservices.co. Great. Okay. Good job. Chris, how long gone is here? Wednesday, we have a we have a cool guest today, but I'm I'm a little angry just with some you know home home stuff. You know, still have our heaters not working. This today is the third day where the repair company is a no call no show. <laughs> so, are you saying that? Or did, did you have to buy? Bean and Margot matching barber coats? Are they able to survive through this kind of frozen tundra that you've created? I had the good people, friends of the show over at Bodhi, created some cashmere suiting for them to kind of get them through <laughs> the uh, the nippier hours of the day, kind of between midnight and, let's say, 8 a.m., where the temperatures can drop sometimes below 60 degrees. I mean, below 60 is unsafe for humans or animals, so I'm, I'm, praying, <laughs> I'm praying that your Hermes blanket is back from the dry cleaners, and you're able to kind of snuggle up with that while we podcast i would, I would oh, be... shit. do not do not tell bay that i did not dry clean the air mess i did not know that was a thing i had to do and it's okay this is what i'm here for jason this is why our relationship works on so many levels so i mean we've talked about this off pod and i'm actually dealing with some some home stuff today as well there's some construction going on over here and i had to ask them to stop so we could record this podcast Damn, sucks doesn't it we're both suffering from success but the the mm-hmm. the issue the root issue of, of your problem obviously <laughs> is the the no call no show i mean that's just insane from a from a bit from a business no call no show and the 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 juicier part that uh is very unfortunate is they they took uh they took a check no and they said you know we won't cash this check no. you know it's basically like to protect them we won't yeah. cash this check until the repairs are completed and you're happy with the services and uh and we said okay you know we it's a it's a professional company that we hired mm-hmm. through the nest home so you know everything felt on the up and up and legit the guy we talked to was cool and he did was, you hold on hold on did you fail to check them on yelp classic <laughs> tj move karen tj didn't check yelp on this I, I i did fail to check yelp i don't know i well, mean this is something to think about something to think about i've got blood on my hands as well but <laughs> basically you know i did a lot of yelling a lot of mm-hmm. calls and things like that and mm-hmm. I, I i got him to take a few hundred dollars off the off the check and then when i went to figure out how that how that money would be i see where this is going uh i was like well you know when the guys do come on tuesday which is today and they were supposed to come between eight and ten it is now noon and all another no call no show uh i was like well when the guys come and fix it and everything Uh bring the check 
I'll rip it up and we'll cut a new one for the yes. discounted amount. And mm-hmm. he said, we actually have already <laughs> cashed your check. So, so <laughs> now this is this is literally reached felony theft. This is just a company took $1,500 from us and just straight up. Nah, that's we ain't gonna show. We ain't gonna call. Up we ain't gonna do anything. Because fifteen hundred dollars could buy you a lot of soft services buffing bars, <laughs> if I'm doing the math correctly. <laughs> but that's um that yeah that is that is petty crime. And I know Karen TJ is g- gonna get to get to the bottom of this. Gumshoe TJ, are you going to are you going to call your lawyer? Are you going to round up some of your bros and go intimidate? Like, what is your kind of what is your way forward? I don't think that calling 911 is the right move. <laughs> I think it's going to be more of a small claims court situation. Yeah, this, this, could be, this could be your maybe this Judge is your Judy. Yep, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Judy with the booty. Maybe it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the 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 the, big, the main bummer is that it's cold. <laughs> the uh, it is cold, and I am reminded of this. Uh, <laughs> felony theft every morning when i wake up and the inside of my house is 58 degrees so that part is really starting to kind of affect my psyche in general my mental health sure is not there and this company is not making space for my uh my mental health at all and that's something that judy's not gonna like the sound of no that's true i mean maybe you should try better help but that's a different conversation but i think that the (laughs) i I think that you're we don't talk about better help until they recharge my until they recharge our anchor card oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to do that i didn't mean we we already spent all of our mental health (laughs) coin for this month we we have so many listeners that the ads better just help. better help i've i've invested heavily in better help doge and it's um <laughs> it's really coming together so you're cold and there's no end in sight and you've got your little ugly beanie on you might have mm-hmm. your, your heat tech on under your shorts and mm-hmm. I mean, is there an address that you can go down and knock on the door and get a little face-to-face action? Yeah, they're they're down in Irvine in Orange County. Okay, that's a little bit of a that's a little bit of a haul. I'd probably take the L on the fifteen hundred and just figure it out. <laughs> I'd probably just I'd probably just let them kind of have that, and we'll see we'll see what happens. Well, so far my my strategy has been talking to the customer service person on the twitter dms of the of the, of the <laughs> yeah this is gonna go of the well. business yeah, that- and and basically every day i write them a message saying how do i get my money back after you <laughs> stole it from me and cash my check and then they write kind of like a boilerplate copy and paste response like we're yeah. we're sorry that you have experienced you know if, mm-hmm. you know whatever blah 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 so i'm just kind of asking them you know, 17 to 30 menial questions every day on Twitter DMs just just to see what happens. I think that's a pretty cool approach overall. I it's mean, not, I don't think you it's, know, it's not getting uh, the, the squeaky, the squeaky wheel gets the grease work. and I'm not going to get enough grease to make me happy. The last DM I sent them was run me my check. Um, <laughs> Uh, I apologize for the inconvenience that this may have caused. We wish you a wonderful day ahead. And I said, mm-hmm. is the next step calling the police about you taking my money? And they said, I really apologize. It's not- I have submitted your request to the mm-hmm. team 
and they will help you further. This sounds like a bot response. Also, I don't know why an HVAC company is on <laughs> Twitter. That's that. That's my first. That's the first <laughs> red flag. I mean, I think, everyone's on Twitter. Jason, I think that your biggest takeaway from the situation that you found yourself in is to. You got to use Yelp, I guess, Jason. I guess you got to do your homework because you always do that with restaurants and they're always bad. So why would you think it would be different with HVAC services? I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I got to tell I gotta tell you, man, if it ain't one thing, it's the other around here. But I think I, I know that one, you know, I, I get it. it's been a challenge and, and God gives his most difficult challenges to of course, his most of course, of course. turned up homeowners. <laughs> <laughs> and and the big man upstairs you one knows of, you are that ab- I'm going to be handled handling this with the grace, the, mm. the grace and gratitude mm. of our Lord. And I know that those people are working very hard. They're at, they're at Arby's right yeah. now, eating their eleven fifteen lunch, <laughs> and they're filling their souls with the nourishment they need to get on my roof and Jason rewire a HVAC unit. Jason, I think this is uh, this is an opportunity for you to grow, like like, and I think it's an opportunity for maybe you because I know you need a little extra scratch. Maybe you should look into getting certified as an HVAC specialist. I mean, you could probably do most of the the pre work on on YouTube, which you love to do that with other stuff. The only reason why I need a little extra scratch is because companies keep stealing <laughs> they keep stealing money from me. So as long otherwise, I would be fine. As long as these corporations keep taking it, taking money right out of your pocket, it's. I think you're just going to need to learn more skills so you can kind of not live off the grid, but cut out every problematic kind of failing service person you've already mastered cooking Mm -hmm. you know if you could if you could figure out how to change the oil in that old jalopy you could be self-sufficient i know how to change the oil and my car is not a jalopy it's a (laughs) it's a fine truck that was made in the last 10 years with great you know i just took it in for service last week so we're we're good you're on top of it you're there's a lot of stuff i can do but this you know rewiring yeah you know and installing copper Mm -hmm. wires and you know this is something this this is a guaranteed TJ is going to, you know, cross the positive and the negative and get blown off the roof 10 feet. I'm going to land somewhere in Altadena. Oh god. No, no, no. Can you imagine if you blew up your house and landed at Side Pie and they were just playing the dead and you just ate pizza and forgot about it, you know? You just moved to Altadena. You just never you never returned to Glendale after you blew up the house. Well, I mean, I think that this is my new life. I think this is how people I think this is how things get I think you're kind of a natural problem solver. So I think this is I I, I still mm-hmm. think that you could do this yourself. I just don't know if you can kind of commit the time today because we're we're obviously podcasting. So maybe you guys just be cold for a couple more days and then you'll have time to kind of pull up the YouTube on the TV and and <laughs> take a couple classes. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be able to become uh, certified <laughs> in HVAC repair no. and uh, electrical engineering before uh, our before our guest comes on the Zoom today. No, I, I know, but I I'll try. It I I, th- I get look. I give you. I, I have a lot of faith in you as my as my business partner and, and co host, and I want to see you succeed. But I do feel like maybe maybe this is. Uh, you're gonna have to get a professional. You're right. You talked me out of it. I was really, I was really pushing for you to become. Because I mean, I might need some HVAC work. You know what I mean? And then I have somebody I can mm-hmm. trust. And I can call, and then we have a whole network of people that we can kind of, you know, el- solicit your services to. I need. I do need a professional. I just need it to not be a professional burglar who burgles me. <laughs> You've been burgled, <laughs> and I think that what I would say I've been burgled. I would say this. I don't know if this is. You know, you don't have to take advice from me. Obviously. I'm I'm not a homeowner. I'm just a regular Joe, you know, salty earth cat. I would mm-hmm. say I would say in tandem today, you absolutely harass the burglars 
while also finding another company to service the HVAC. No, that's the problem. It's a it's a real touchy situation because these guys or gals, whoever non-binary mm-hmm. pals, are going to come over and they're going to climb up onto my home with a yeah. long ladder and they are going to, you know rewire the electrical cables of my home so sure. i don't want those people to Listen. be anti-tj i want them to be no no i want them to but you, finish the job do a great job no, do a perfect no. job you know i'm bringing them iced tea no you're not uh, you know can i make you a tuna fish sandwich the whole hit hey, we that's love disgusting. that guy what TJ. i'm saying and then no, when the no, work is all done that's when i go to irvine with the fucking 50 cal red dot scope <laughs> And I was thinking more of like a supreme baseball bat, but sure. That works too. That, I mean, I'm I'm past intimidation and I am straight on to You're ready to blast off. I'm I'm taking your life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jason to life over here in Irvine. If you if you think I'm not willing to be put behind bars for the rest of my existence over fifteen hundred dollars, <laughs> you, you thought wrong. You don't know shit about TJ. Well, look, I th- I think that Look, you do whatever you want. I'm here to support you. I'm here to uplift you. I'm here. I'm here to make sure you feel good and empowered on this journey to to HVAC uh, replenishment. I do and, appreciate that. And if you need to borrow any clothes, you know, I have a puffer and stuff. If you need to borrow anything, <laughs> just kind of let me know. I don't know if your socks. I don't know if you have cashmere socks. That seems like something you might not be into. So if you, you know, you're right about that. I don't have cashmere socks. They probably don't. I mean, they probably don't come in your size. But I think we could probably figure something out. You know what I mean? My mom's knitting them for Christmas. It's we're ten months away. She's, but, she know. started now, but you can you, you you can stretch mine out. It's fine. You can just keep them. It's no big deal. Like this is going to happen again to you. So I'm, I'm a little <laughs> bit. I'm, I'm not that. I'm not that concerned about getting them back we do have a guest we do have a we do have a guest today um a man who i'm sure owns cashmere socks um that's right you know him from the grammy awards uh you know him from television radio you know him as the voice of fort worth texas uh friend of the show leon bridges is joining us today Mm -hmm. and you know it's going to take everything in my power not to have him sing you know once he talks to us for 15 minutes he's going to be wishing he's going to be wishing (laughs) that he only had to sing (laughs) That, that that might be possible i mean he does I noticed recently uh, that he did cover a Brooks and Dunn song. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, not not our theme song. So, you know, if this goes well, I think it's something I could reach out to some of my uh, contacts. Maybe Sarah Mary at, at, at Columbia could kind of set something up for us, mm-hmm. you know, and see if maybe Leon could do a version of our theme song. Lay something tasty down. We'll lay something tasty down. And maybe you could even, you could do the cuts on it. I'm sure he'd let you do that. Wouldn't wouldn't be a Brooks and Dunn <laughs> song without some uh, some turntable list cuts. And I also know Leon uh, a little bit through uh, a mutual friend, uh, a guy who used to or or still does DJ for him, DJ Sober, who's a oh old DJ bro from Texas, and he's also a member of the uh, of the Graph community, most most notably <laughs> the Freight community. Oh, so there's not a, okay. Wow, we have a lot of connections. To this I love this. Okay, so uh, Leon Bridges, um, let's give him a jingle. He's been on the road. All right, all right. When you were in Tulum. You know what? What do you, what do you do on holiday? Are you just chilling by the beach all day, drinking some cervezas, or are we experiencing some nightlife? Are you doing yoga retreats? What's going on? <laughs> Man, it, it was just really nice to kind of you know dis- disconnect from reality, you know, in that way, and and be able to go out there with you know one of my good friends and um, decompress in a way. You know, I, a lot of just chilling on the beach and drinking a lot of tequila and mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things that every every time i go there my my cards get shut down um and so it's like <laughs> like, 
Damn, I know. I they're like I recognize you, bro, but you're broke. I don't know what you're trying to do here. Pro <laughs> tip: When you're down in Tulum, use cash when you're buying the cocaine. Otherwise, they'll get flagged. Right, right. <laughs> Thanks for the advice. <laughs> so why do why do your why do your cards get shut down? Is it just the international thing? Or are you just buying that much mezcal? I, I, I guess it's a, a thing I, I should have notified. I guess the bank that I was going to Tulum. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you got all those 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 big peso looking numbers that that are super scary. Um, just probably <laughs> peso looking numbers. I like that. Damn these big ass numbers. These peso numbers look big. Like fourteen thousand dollars. That's true. That's true. When it's fourteen thousand dollars, <laughs> when it's fourteen thousand pesos for two drinks, that is alarming. If you're not looking at the right. the currency. And then and then it was just like super stressful trying to leave because like. You know, I, I found out like, oh, okay, I got to get a COVID test. Oh, okay. Um, none of my cards were oh, to pay for the COVID test. Luckily, I had. You were able to contact the team and get it sorted. The COVID testing for international travel does make it a little less glamorous, I have to say. Yeah, I'll be, I'm going to Mexico actually this weekend. And, you know, a tip for the next time you're down there in Tulum, <laughs> turn, turning up. The hotel often has that service where they can send somebody to the room and give you a little test. Obviously, you know, there'll be a little bit of a charge, but I think, you know, we can, that's a write-off, you know, the team will handle that. Right. You can swing it. They tried to do that when I was in London. They were like, yeah, you can go down the street and get the test here. We can obviously do a concierge-style service, and the price difference was 250 pounds. (laughs) So I did opt, I did opt to go myself, even though I wanted the the white glove service. Smell like broken here. When I'm staying, Oh, because when I'm in Mexico, CDMX, they call it over there. I'll be I'll be at the Quattro Seasons, and they'll be they'll sort me out just fine. Oh yeah, they they come to come to your room like room service. They come to the room room service. You know, right. I'll be like, you know, my my left shoulder's a little sore while you're right. while you're over there. If you can kind of hit that for a few minutes, Jason, it's surprising that you would do that because you're known as kind of cheap. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're saying that on the that, that's why I go to Mexico. Oh, I see, because your dollar goes a little further. Your dollar goes a lot longer for real. Reasons that are most likely unethical. Yeah, I haven't been in a I haven't been in a long time, but I don't know. This sounds like Leon. This sounds like is this your go to destination to unwind? Yeah, you know, I guess it's you got a couple Tulum tings. Yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of equivalent to you know, you know, the heads in Australia how they go to Bali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of yeah, it for yeah. us, you know. And I really love you know Mexican culture in that way. And since you're yeah, you're already in Texas, so I mean that's what a 20 minute flight down to Tulum is. <laughs> you can walk. Easy. Yeah, you can pretty walk. Much, if you change much, shoes, you can much. walk. <laughs> yeah, if you, you could yeah, walk yeah. to Tulum. You didn't have those, if you didn't have those boots on, Leon, you could you could have saved money on right. the flight too. You know what I mean? You could put on sneakers, you'd be good to go. <laughs> well, that that is one thing I did want to talk to you about because in in addition to being a, a a great songwriter and musician and performer, yeah. you're known for for being uh, you know, a stylish fella, a, a fashionista, if you will. Somewhat. A fashionista. You heard me, Leon. Yeah. <laughs> so you're 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 always dressed very well, which is you know you friend of the show Bodie. Well, like we we talked about them earlier in the intro. Mm-hmm. You know you wear a lot of clothes from them, some custom suitings and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. You're always you're always stunting, but like what what happens when you like when you go to the gym or like you're super hung over after you, you did red rocks you're at denver do you still have to put on the, the like the, the pink satin suit and cowboy hat when you're in the delta lounge getting your overnight oats what's going on yeah i, th- I think heads think I, I wear i only i wear chuck taylor's or something when i work out or something but um <laughs> there's no, nothing but wrong I, with I actually, that <laughs> 
No, um, it's it's funny. I have these like um, these some work these work. My, I have some workout shoes and they're, they're Nikes. Okay, thank and, God. Uh, one of my friends. Thank God. <laughs> oh. Oh. We had a little scare. And one of my friends, he he, he kind of saw them. You know, um, they were in my bag, and he was like, "Who are those for?" <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Well, these these are these are my workout shoes." And um, I I you know I wear you know normal regular workout clothes when I the few times that I do work out a year. <laughs> oh, I see, I see. It's not, yeah, well, three I mean, times a year you are working. Okay, because I, I, there are some people who just always commit to the look and are never seen in public without a fully fully yeah. formed fit put together <laughs> and you know i I've, i always admire those people like the dedication that it takes to the look right but unless you're like a carl lagerfeld type of person it's just like all right you know you could take one day off well i think what happens is and and i think this is at least true about suits i think like it becomes easier it like, but you're, it makes your life easier to wear a suit every day. If you like that, it takes the thought out of it, and you can just kind of wake up and go. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of. I think that's part of the appeal. Yeah, I, I get that uniform dressing. Yeah, I, I, I dig that too. Um, when I when I when I when I go to the airport, I'll, I'll you know I'll wear monochrome black. Or mm-hmm. these days, mm-hmm. I've been kind of sticking within like the earth tone palette. You know, I just I try to keep it simple. Yeah, because if I see you at the if I see you at the airport and you got the fucking you know you got the gig bag, you know you're rolling around with ten guys. And you're wearing all birds, you know. I'm not. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be upset. You know right, what I mean. Right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call the Grammy board myself and complain. Right, so, right. I, you know. So you gotta. It's a fine line. It's a, it's a fine line. You know. And I think airport looks are airport looks are tough. But I I agree. I think there's a lot. The lost art of dressing up a bit for a flight. You know. I think that I feel a little bit better when I look better on a plane than like most Americans who are wearing, you know, um, pajama pants. Right. I, I just, I, I just like, I guess, planting that, that good first impression, you know, off rip, you know, just like, mm. even, even if you, do, if you, do, even if you don't know me as an artist, then maybe what I'm wearing might speak to you. And I, and I've seen that multiple times. Now that you say that reminds me, has it ever happened where someone's like, you know what, Leon, I checked out his music. Not for me, not, a, I'm really a fan, but, Damn, the guy's a snappy dresser, and it, you know what? It turned me into a fan. Right. Has, has your has your sauce ever created a, a, a new fan? Uh, you know what? Uh, I love the honesty. You know, but um, <laughs> but <laughs> you're like maybe you're like maybe it has. They pro- they probably wouldn't tell me if that was the case. Like in a world of YouTube comments and all right. that shit, a little dose of that honesty it doesn't really hurt so bad compared to the rest of the other shit you've probably seen on the internet over the years. Right. I, I've never I've never seen anybody. I've never experienced anyone telling me to my face. Um, <laughs> I, I active. I actively hate your music, but right, right, right. man, Damn. the hemline on those trousers is something else. So I went ahead and bought the album. I, but I, I, I agree with you, Leon. Though I think a hundred percent. Like if I see somebody that looks cool, I want to know what's going on. Like I, I want to, you know, I want to get deeper into what they're doing. Right. It does, it does spark my interest. I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Do you feel the same way about album covers, Chris, or or Leon as well? Yeah. That's a, that's, that's, I mean, like pre-internet, when you would go to the record store and see an album, you would have to often buy it without listening to it and just mm. based on how true. how sick true. the album artwork is. Mm. And sometimes mm. you could find your new favorite band. No, that's true. Mm. I've, I've bought records like that, especially as like a kid kid. I mean, I think that's like, 
I mean, that's why you think about iconic album covers. It was it was definitely helping sell helping sell the record. You see, yeah, you see an old Brooks and Dunn album, you're like, I want to know what these <laughs> two fellows are up to. Yeah, we gotta we gotta talk to you about this because our theme song is is a karaoke version of a Brooks and Dunn song. Oh, okay, okay. Which one? Which one? The song is called How How Long Gone. Okay. You familiar okay. with that tune? The only one I know is, is Neon Moon, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. No, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, they have, their catalog goes deep. No need to apologize. <laughs> I, I just noticed that you covered that song recently, and I was like, damn, that's it's meant to be. Was that for? Did you just do that for yourself, or was there like a? Is that attached to something? I, I did it for myself, but uh, but there's like this TikTok thing, um, hashtag love song covers that um the team encouraged me to do mm. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> well put what, well what, put, happened, yeah, well what put. happened was uh the team the team was at it again and, uh, it's all love it's all love i was like i've always wanted to cover that song um and so it was kind of my opportunity to uh to do that so explain this explain this tiktok challenge to me because i'm sure columbia records could but i'd rather ask you man i, I mean i don't honestly don't I don't know what it all entails, but I think it's more You're like, so, I don't know, bro. Um, just going to be something that's, I guess, trending these days. You know, TikTok is, is I guess, really conducive as far as like... Hate it, hate it or love it, it, it moves the needle. Yeah, it moves right. Needle. You, know, it's, you know, as far as exposing artists like me to the world, you know. Yeah, you don't see, you don't seem like a big TikTok user. So that doesn't, that doesn't surprise <laughs> you. you. You're like, I got, I got to download this shit or can I just I, send you guys the video? Like, what's the I don't, deal? I don't get it. And, it, and, and it's so <laughs> tedious, you know, just like, it's like a whole nother job. Um, trying to create content and I'm just like man I'm just not good at this um, help please but no i think that's smart i think honestly i think that's the problem in in today's world in a lot of ways everybody's trying to do everything and if you're like yo, i make i make records i tour i'll sing for you guys but beyond that <laughs> let me you just let me know but i'm I'm good you know what i mean i'm not trying to do everything yeah there, there should be some nerd somewhere with a computer who's just going to take what i've already done right, and turn right. that into a tiktok so i don't have to like record myself 11 times right yeah yeah <laughs> Hey, we got to draw the line. No, that's what I'm saying. Well, I, I, um, but you know, there has been a lot of like, there's a band called Cults, uh, which you might be familiar with, who like were, they had a pretty big song in like 2010 or 2012 or something. They recently posted today on Instagram, they, they had received like a gold or platinum certification because their song from 2012 became a TikTok hit. And they've wow. they've booked they've booked an entire tour like their career is fully revived from this one. Yeah, song. That, that's that's amazing. It's crazy, but this is happening a lot. Like I've heard stories like this. Yeah, like there was a some band I'd never heard of. Their song went viral. The guys like hated each other. They all had new careers, but they were like, <laughs> "Fuck it, I guess we're gonna do this." Like I guess we got a tour. Like CAA signs them, they get a record deal. They're like, "Fuck it, yeah. I guess we're a band again." I mean, I guess this is what we're doing. So like, like so why'd you guys get back together? Well, a bunch of thirteen-year-olds do like slutty dances to our <laughs> right, song right. On, uh, on our on their cell phone. So here we are. I'm, I'm right. fifty-eight. Years we decided old. we decided we should just do this. But I mean, it is it is really powerful, and that it's it's kind of insane because I've heard so many stories. So what like what social media so do you like what social media do you like to do, or is that also zero? I mean, Instagram has mm-hmm. is, is always been a fave. Let's go. Let's go. You know, I like taking dope photos and tell me about and, and giving people. I guess inside into a window into the life. Yeah, no, a window into the life. I mean, I think- right. So are these hashtag thirty five millimeter or, or is this shot on iPhone? Man, I, I've noticed that um, the type of photos that get the most love are the iPhone photos. Every time, like when I do professional, I think like when it comes to like like a digital professional kind of thing, I think the stuff that works is like 
set up in a studio backdrop. Real shit. You yeah, know, yeah, type thing. Shit. I love the idea though that you you take an iPhone photo gets more likes than like, yeah, set for a portrait with any Leibowitz. You guys didn't really right, right. You, didn't, you didn't show that a lot of love, but yeah, here's a selfie of me and Tulum. Thank you guys for you know, thank you guys. But I think that's what we're conditioned to seeing to an extent. You, you know what I mean? It's like that's what that platform is so that's what people are looking for it to to look like like they they don't even know that at this yeah. point i need we 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 want the reality so when when you um you know the music that you make has a certain style to it you're covering you know a country song from brooks and dunn mm-hmm. but when when you're when you're on holiday when you're into loom are you are you listening to some electronic dance music or is that something that just doesn't <laughs> even enter your mind man uh you know i guess the electronic house thing kind of has never been my cup of tea mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i stand with leon i stand with leon jason tries to push the shit on it's me okay. all the time no need to no need to mince your words i won't take it personally leon <laughs> As a member of the EDM community, which is why I went, I went on Instagram. I posted a video, and I and I was like, "Can someone put me onto a DJ that that plays that that's going to play some Gunna?" <laughs> and so somebody has somebody um, tagged this um, this Instagram page called Black Tulum, and they have a bunch of cool like little events that they they do on the weekend that I was able to pull up on. You crowdsourced a DJ playing Gunna in Mexico? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's that's powerful. I'm I didn't know I had to find Wow. Okay, so an online community for people who are black who go to Tulum who are like Yes. I really can't handle this bullshit. Is <laughs> yeah, there anywhere yeah, I can yeah. go where I can hear some fucking Gunna? I worked hard this year. Let me live. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Like <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> I, I'm, <laughs> I'm really glad that exists. That makes me like Tulum more. I, I'm going to, I, that makes me like Tulum more. So right. was, the, was the DJ set good? Like, was it fun? Oh, it, it was, it was rad. I mean, I like it. I like a DJ set, you know, that's, that's seamless and you don't have to like look up at the DJ if he has a bad transition or something throughout the, you know, throughout the, or a bad song throughout oh, the set. Yeah. It was just smooth, you know. They can't all be DJ sober. Am I right, Leon? Right. <laughs> <laughs> not everybody can be sober, man. You know, not, not everybody can be sober. Yeah. You just, you just have to, you just give him the, you just give him the gunna look when you're in the club and he knows what time he it is, right? It is. Yeah, absolutely. Sober's that dude. You're on the record as a, as a big Gunna fan, is this, have you guys linked up yet or is this just a mutual appreciation? I am, I guess, high key, a Gunna stan. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. high key, Gunna stan. High key. Both of you guys are really dressing as well. You have something mm-hmm. in common if you need an icebreaker at the next uh, Rock Nation brunch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, he, he understands fashion for sure. Um, yeah, we, we've, we've been, we've been in the same space before. Um, I went to, it was like a Gunna. Thugger like party at Delilah's in in in, uh, in LA. Okay, okay. I didn't get to shake his hand, but I, I know at some, at some point I will. You guys were building in the same room, breathing the same COVID air. Exactly. Yeah, I, I'll, yeah, ta- exactly. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll, t- I'll take. Yeah, yeah. No, we need to. You guys will. I'm sure you guys will end up in the studio at some point. I, I don't. You know, I, you might have to go to Atlanta, but I'm sure you're not opposed to that. I, I'm wondering. I mentioned one of my. Is, does he even? Is, does he even know I exist? Does he know like? Does he know my music? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes i wonder the same thing about gonna it's quick <laughs> like i know he subscribes to our podcast but is he like a listener you know? <laughs> yeah it's like does he even listen to what we say 
I'm sure you've been surprised many times about who knows about your music. It's it's usually, but it's like Barack Obama, not like a rapper you like. You're like, damn, this guy, this guy don't know, but the president knows, but this guy doesn't know. The but grass I- is always greener, man. You're like, yeah, Obama put me on the presidential playlist. I got 11 million new streams in one hour. That part's cool, but does Nardo Wick know who I am? You know? <laughs> Leon, you've have you you've been on the Obama playlist? I'm assuming, right? Yeah, I've been on a, ha- a handful of times. I'm trying to think of like, does Obama actually curate these playlists, or it's a big question. This, this is a big question. <laughs> we've 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 tackled this question. A lot of people have the theory that his daughters have a big hand in putting it together, and then it's kind of peppered in by like the social media intern person, or, you right? Know. Right. And right. he'll he'll you know there'll be a hundred songs. Obama will put like three Springsteen joints and then everyone else on his team will kind of add it on to make it, right. you know, a, a, a perfect diverse cast of two. I, w- I, I will be transparent. I've done the same thing. Before. <laughs> so if I can do it, if Pandora asks you to put together a cool playlist, man, you don't spend a whole weekend with the, with a turntable and a, and a spliff. You know, there's time, you know, there's times where, you know, I'll curate a little bit of it and then I'll, and I'll hand it off to my manager, Jonathan, Ishak, aka Jerome. Shout out to Jerome. We know you're listening. Shout out to Jerome. Um, Ishak. <laughs> and uh, he'll, you know, shout out to Jerome. Some of those playlists. So if I can do it, I know Obama probably does. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. Yeah, if you can do it, I'm sure Obama can do it too. <laughs> if if my ass doesn't have the time, I damn sure know Obama doesn't have the time. <laughs> I, I think those, but those playlists, like that shit, is a thing. Like people fucking care about that. Yeah. It's what like, was the? Um, yeah. Did you check the analytics? Did your team see a spike in any, in any numbers after that happened, man, or um, does your life not really change? They never really share, you know, share the you know analytics and all and all that kind of stuff with me, which is I'm fine without knowing. <laughs> you prefer, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe your local barista will be like, "Hey, Leon, saw you on the presidential playlist. Keep rocking, man." I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you, Leon. These the only th- numbers I want to see are in the city national yeah, business you. checking. I'm not really <laughs> too worried the about one. the analytics. That's the only one I would see. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of presidential music, I just saw recently that at Mar-a-Lago, Trump is throwing a party and he advertised himself as being the actual DJ oh, for, for the Wait, event's Trump? festivities. Have you guys seen this? Trump DJing at his own party. Oh, man. I think he, he it was so tough that he couldn't get anyone to DJ his shit Damn. that he's like, fuck it, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do, do it, it myself. My, <laughs> I gotta dust off the presidential Serato. Oh my god. That's, that's gonna be... <laughs> Man, that's gonna be one boring, one boring set for sure. It's it's gonna be four out because the only song he knows is YMCA, and he still doesn't know that that's a gay song, <laughs> right? Yeah, right, so, right. so I think he's gonna be in. Right. He, he's in trouble, man. This is a this is gonna be good. I think this is. I hope somebody's able to to get the set list and kind of remake it for Spotify. So I heard on can, some of the message boards that he's the, the 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 Trump team has been trying to teach Kodak Black how to DJ, but it, it isn't taking. <laughs> It's Kodak's not the only he's the only MAGA artist right now that's available in the Florida area. Yeah, Kodak, you always won. You always won. <laughs> Kodak, please, please. No, I mean Kodak's I, having a hard time with a beat matching, uh, and we haven't even got into mixing right, and key. Right. He's he's train wrecking okay. left and right. It's gonna be hard. It's he's our only option. Damn, yeah, that's a, pretty much, pretty much. That's fucking crazy. That's crazy, Jason. I cannot believe that is like that. Also, to announce that, like that's gonna, like that yeah, doesn't like help. An, an that doesn't help press release. That doesn't help you know? attendance. I would say that hurts attendance more than anything. I don't know. You know, I, mean, I would love to see Trump 
DJing. I mean, I hate the guy, but just to see it as a spectacle. Right. <laughs> oh, that's oh, I would pay money, honestly. Even if it, no, even, all the money. even if it went to a bad cause, it'd probably be worth it. <laughs> I mean, it's probably you know, it's, it's like it might be worth it for the story. If, that, if it go, if you have to make a donation to the North Korean government to see it, I will do that. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. I'm not afraid to do that. That's fucking. I'm, I'm sure someone from Vice magazine will go to this event <laughs> and they will take acid and ketamine and report a great story on how it all went. <laughs> They're a cater waiter doubling as a vice reporter. I can see it oh, now. Man. That's investigative. This is be Ocean's <laughs> Eleven style. Well, well. Spe- speaking of right. the world of EDM and everything, <laughs> you know, it's it's not uncommon nowadays to see these music festivals where there doesn't really seem to be a theme either way for it. Like you, like here's a country festival, here's a dance, you know, hip hop festival. You got Rolling Loud, but there's so many other festivals just in the middle of America where it's just. There's no, it's all over the place in terms of booking. So, yeah. And, and sometimes you will end up on those lineups. So, <laughs> I want to know what the vibe is for you when you go into it. When you're like, I'm in Alabama, it's me, <laughs> T Pain, Fallout Boy, and Skrillex. <laughs> like, are you, are you going into it like, this is going to be sick? I can't wait to show this new audience my music. Or are you like, this is about to be a, a rough 38 minutes of my life right now? Right. You know, I've had some experience that experiences that were weird, um, at least from my perspective. <laughs> I did gut ball. I'm it was, and I was so super excited <laughs> to play. But I was kind of in the middle of a bunch of like pop artists. And so I just I just kind of felt like, oh man, this blues and 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 yeah. R and B and kind of thing is not really translating. It's hard to follow it's hard to follow Demi Lovato at, at right. you know one thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> you know, we've all we've all been there, Leon. We've do, all you, been. do you remember who you were sandwiched in between? <laughs> Kalani and then Billie Eilish. Shit, mm. shit. Yeah, that's. And that's, I was like, damn, I don't, I don't have enough backup dancers. <laughs> to you're like, you're like, hey team, what the fuck? You knew I was playing before Billy. We got no dancers. <laughs> right. Shit, what the fuck? Hey, no shade, no shade. I still had a good time, but it, it was a little awkward. Festivals really be a mismatch, though. I'm more interested in what's going on backstage than on the stage. Right. Let's get into that rider, Leon. Right. The, oh, the rider, the rider. Yeah. I'm uh, not talking about hospitality. I want the tech rider. I want to know how many monitor. Oh, that one. Hold on. Okay, let me hit up my tour. All the DI boxes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> please pull that. Please pull that up. That's so funny. <laughs> no, no. No. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be wild if I knew all that? Like, oh yeah, we. Actually, yeah, we uh, well, uh, hold on. I'll zoom in my lighting tech. He'll know a little bit more about that configuration. <laughs> okay, no, but uh, I'm talking hospitality. I'm talking what brand coconut water is going down. Man, what's the snacks? Right. Chocolate covered this, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Man, I, I keep I keep it simple. Um, I got a bottle of Vita mezcal. Mm, yeah, yeah, classic Vita. I keep kettle chips. Oh, okay. Now we're talking. What what flavor, big dog? With salt and pepper. You know, like. Oh yeah, the yeah, crinkle, crinkle cut, cut, the crinkle salt, cut, salt and pepper, salt and pepper. <laughs> salt and pepper. <laughs> Sounds like you're talking about an Air Force One. <laughs> but that's that's really about it. I, I don't really, um, in, you know, I got ginger and honey and and uh, throat coat. Got to pr- got to protect. Well, thank thank God you're playing some bigger venues now because uh, salt and pepper kettle chips and mezcal. That breath's gonna be fucked up. I gotta say. So <laughs> it's a good thing that nobody is kind of. It's not an intimate setting. Yeah, you know? exactly. Big venues. <laughs> You know. Maybe get a little, you know, a little Altoid on the on the hospitality right, right. for 2022, yeah. something like that. Yeah, once once the venues got bumped up, you know, above ten thousand, we could start adding in salt and vinegar yeah, chips. Be, that's when it, that's when it's gonna, right. you know, you stay away. Move on up. Speaking 
talking uh speaking of touring and festivals you got you are going on tour this this spring summer right i am i am um so i'll, I'll be in fingers crossed of course but yes yeah, all of it looks pretty promising it looks like you're playing a lot of places where they don't think that COVID exists anymore right. so i think you'll be <laughs> you'll be good right. but i did i mean and i was looking at the tour schedule I noticed that there are there's not a show in New York or LA, but you're doing three different shows in the state of North Carolina. Right. So <laughs> yeah, we need answers. Yeah, we need answers. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of Alabama. There's a you know. Right. Right. So right. is that just because that's where your demo demo is, or we got some some dates that have not been announced? Yeah, yet? patience, everybody. Um, he said patience. Okay. Yeah, we, okay. yeah, we, we, okay. we, yeah, we got some. We're gonna do it big in the fall. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I we'll, see. We'll okay. be in New York. I, I can't. I can't say now. Of course, of course. Of I course. mean, it's cool that you're able to do three different shows in North Carolina. Right. I mean, most people can't even do one. That's a, yeah. That that is impressive. Yeah, I think the whole yeah whole point of this um I guess that tour is just to kind of play you know show some love to some of the you know more smaller markets. Mm. We know what an underplay is. Right. Like, we we you know we're Under. not. We're not we're not new to this. We're not new to this. But I wonder it makes me wonder if the if the booking agencies are kind of doing that thing where like, all right, well, restrictions are starting to go down, masks and and large group gatherings are starting to open back up again. But in the in the more major metropolitan areas, not so much. So for now, let's just do the Carolinas and the Dakotas and the Kentuckys. Oh, yeah. Because that's that's good money all day. Yeah. And then once things are fully opened up we can do places that have Wi-Fi and running water and stuff like that. <laughs> it could be a factor. Well, I think. Well, I think it's also though. Like, if you can sell tickets in those places, most people can't. That's what I'm saying. It's like pl- playing True. in Alabama is tough for a lot of people. But if you can go sell real tickets in Alabama, why not? You know, it's it, it makes life easier. Right. I mean, I mean, to be able to sell like four thousand tickets in in Alabama is actually. Oof. Something to be proud of, I guess. Absolutely. Shit, four thousand. <laughs> Damn, we have to fly in for that. I love Alabama. <laughs> come on, J- out, Jason hey, has spent a lot of time there. <laughs> no, I need. We're gonna, we're coming to a show. I mean, I think that I've said. I think I've told this story before, but when I grew up in Atlanta, and we would often drive to Birmingham because there's just like beautiful theater there, and I saw Morrissey there. I saw Cat. I saw all these great people there because like no one was going like it would sell out in Atlanta, but you could go buy a ticket same day in Birmingham. Right. Right. You know? So I have a, I have a special place in my heart for the beautiful state of Alabama. So uh, Alabama is your Tulum. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's, that, that, that's open. Where, you can always ideal. get down there, get something to do. It's nice. Ideal, <laughs> ideal destination. But I mean, you still, you still live in Fort Worth, right? I do, man. I'm, I'm, I'm still holding it down. You know, it's, it, it really keeps my peace of mind to be able to yeah. come back to a place that I'm familiar with and, my family's here. My friends are here. I'll probably be here. They'll, they'll probably have to bury me here, man. I like that. What's the, so what's the, you know, we talk a lot about home ownership on this podcast because Jason's having some HVAC issues today. Right. <laughs> I didn't know if you had anybody for him. You know, I don't know if you knew anybody you could suggest to kind of help him out with the HVAC. Pray for me, Leon. Yeah, yeah he's me. dealing with a lot right now. I don't know if you deal with these oh, kind of damn. things, but you know, I feel like you do. I'm, yeah, I'm still kind of a, you know, a, a baby homeowner. I, I'm kind of at a place where if anything, that goes on with my home that's that's complicated i just need to get somebody mm-hmm. else on it mm-hmm. so um, that's my approach to life as well that's my approach with everything <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and get someone else <laughs> i don't get it this is hard well, well okay well it, it, there is a spectrum of <laughs> of people who are able to do things around the house and people are not where 
Chris and I are kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum, whereas Chris will hire a task rabbit to literally hang a picture on the wall. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> and I'm doing some more advanced, you know, landscaping and painting and, you know, nothing too crazy, but I'm definitely not getting, too crazy. <laughs> I'm getting after it. You know, the, the Christmas lights get installed by myself. Oh, stuff like that. Okay. I have a, I have a yeah. ladder. I have a power drill. Right. Where, where do you fit on this scale? Like, what's the most intensive home repair work that you will do without having to call somebody else oh my god um, it's like wash dishes <laughs> let's, I'll, I'll give you maybe i'll give you some i'll give you some <laughs> wash the di- no just throw that shit away okay let's I'll, right. we, we can do a little role play let's say you get the you get the ill samsung picture frame tv mm-hmm. and you want to mount that on the wall you don't want the wires exposed you got to go into the wall right and right. run them run them through the drywall is that is that a bridges job or are we calling oh, I'm, I'm i'm calling i'm calling for sure that's a call. that's right okay, that's, that's right that's my man okay. he stands with me you know you can't risk that you know what i mean that you can't you can't have the tv <laughs> fall off the wall okay how about this here's another one here's another one let's say you know, you 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 smoked a little too much. Maybe the edibles hitting. You're on Instagram. Nice, you get nice. served an ad for a shower head that has a built-in filter for your skincare routine. <laughs> okay. And all you gotta do is get the wrench out, unscrew the old shower head, and put the new one on. Is that a Leon job? We calling somebody for that? Man, I'm I'm feeling a little guilty now. Maybe I need to go ahead and uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't let him. All right, Leon. Last question. What is the most impressive tool that you have in your toolbox at home oh man i i, I mean I, I forgot i even had a, a toolbox if i was to go <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might not even have a toolbox if i had to go look for one i, I would definitely be hard pressed to you know even find where that thing is be lucky if we can get a hammer you'd be, you, you'd be very lucky to find a hammer the problem the problem is the problem is <laughs> leon and i are in the same boat but i don't think we're in the same tax bracket and that's 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 a <laughs> that's little bit of true. a problem for me, not a problem so much for him. Yeah, Chris is already a monster. Just imagine when he starts getting some M's in the bank. <laughs> it's gonna be, be fucked, fucked up. up. Hey, yeah, having having a little bit more money that doesn't bring full happiness, but it does make life a little bit more easier. For sure. That's right. No, no. I, I are you now? Are you a car guy? Like, what are you buying? Because I'm sure you got equipment and shit, but like. You got to buy some nice stuff for yourself besides clothes every once in a while. So what are you splashing out on? Man, um, so I, I recently kind of made a little impulse buy on a 69 Pontiac GTO. Oh, I've always wanted an old school and um, yeah. I gravitated towards like the muscle car vibe. And so I did that. And then um, I got a Bronco. An old Bronco. Yeah, it's a um, 78 Bronco. You didn't get the brand new. You didn't get the brand new Bronco. I didn't get the brand new Bronco. I, I'm not digging the uh, <laughs> the new ones. He's a hell no. Yeah. <laughs> that one. That one's a little. That one's a little more Austin and a little less Dallas Fort Worth. Maybe. That, yeah, I would exactly. say like that. Vintage that. Bronco, classic. In, that, that had a big moment in L.A. Kind of in the mid 2000s, like Entourage era. All like the hot, you know, like Brad Pitt ass motherfuckers would drive around the Bronco with no doors, no roof, flip flop hanging out, yeah. and just a trail of pussy, trail of pussy behind them. But now the 2022 Bronco, it's like that's a car that you get if you like work at Slack, you know? Right. Yeah, it doesn't, it, it does not hit that. What color? So what color is the GTO? Oh, so it's um, it's like silver. Now is this is this ready to rock, or you got to put some work into? Oh it? man, it's um. I mean, it's, it's in pristine condition pretty much. Um, drives amazing. You know, it's a silver red, like ox blood interior. Oh, I love the ox blood. So That's is nice. it, is it just kind of like a restore factory restore? Or do you have some custom modifications? No, I think, um, so it pretty much came as is, but I think the engine might have been replaced at a certain point. It's not sitting on some 
some shoes or anything like that. Not at all. That's smart. You don't want to be too flashy. When you open the trunk, there's not a neon sign that shows a message about the haters <laughs> or anything. <laughs> right, right. No, I didn't, <laughs> no, I, 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 I didn't want to fuck it up like that. Keep it a little more low-key. I get it. Uh-huh. Now, how do you choose? Like, which, which you know, if you're going to Whole Foods, do you take the Bronco because it's a little bigger, or is it just how you're feeling that day? It depends on if it's a La Croix day. My, my, my Bronco has been exactly two years in the making, um, which is... Oh, sucks. <laughs> but I think uh, COVID had a lot to do with you know the delay on supply it. chain issues. So you're missing parts. Is that the is that the excuse from the from the mechanic? They were saying um, that there was something wrong with the brakes, and so they had to reorder some brakes, and you know that's been taking a while. It took two years. Did you buy your car in China and it gets stuck right. on a boat somewhere? <laughs> you you would think so. Yeah, well, yeah we got to redo the brakes. Um, oh, it's probably going to take about two years. So right, right. <laughs> make sure you give me a good phone number and we'll give you a right, phone right. number. Right, right. sucks. I'm like, I'm ready. I like, <laughs> but I like that you don't have, you know, I think most people you know, have the old car and the new car. Right. I appreciate that you're, you're like, no, I don't have the Tesla. I've got the Bronco and I got the GTO. Those are my choices. Right. And, um, you know, I, I guess it's just not worth it to buy something new that's going to, you know, depreciate in value. You're a sustainable guy, <laughs> which is which is weird that you're a sustainable guy, but you really don't seem to care about the environment that much, Leon. What's up? Right. <laughs> <laughs> the shade. You keep, you keep getting all these cars that don't need smog checks. <laughs> exactly. right. Right. I, don't, I don't know if they have smog checks in Texas. I you guys might not have that down there. You guys might not have. Well, what about no, 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 what no, about no, we're just what about jewelry, though? What about jewelry though? Because that's I know people spend a lot of money on that. You got the Frank Ocean on the wrist, <laughs> man. I'm 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 working on it. I'm working on it. You know, uh, you know the the rappers have definitely influenced you. Definitely influenced me. You know, I've I've recently been ch- you know trying to get a couple of grills and oh. working on some. You know, but like I like the whole bust like busted down all diamond oh kind of look. And so my next move will be some busted down little pinky rings, you know, type uh-huh. stuff. I so like plain that. Jane for the car. Yeah, plain the, Jane. But the jewelry is. <laughs> Is anything but plain Jane. Exactly. It's, yeah. It's all opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that the now the grills. Are you going to Houston? Are you going to Johnny Dang? Or are you going to some? Are you are you keeping it? Are you in New York or L.A.? Where, are you, Who's your a, a grillier? Yeah. You know, I'm, I, I kind of like working with with local guys, but seeing a Johnny Dang is definitely kind of a rite of passage kind of thing. Um, I also want to go to like Icebox in Atlanta where it's, you know, a bunch of rappers kind of mm-hmm. go through and uh, they've probably never seen a soul guy. <laughs> they have <laughs> not. They have, they have not. They have definitely not. <laughs> they probably haven't. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna have, to, I'm gonna have to pull up on, on, on those places at some point. It's trying to. It's time to start shitting on the other soul singers. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Running their name through the mud. I'm in my own, I'm in my own lane. Yes. I'm in my own lane. <laughs> Leon's in his own lane. Well, we have whenever we have a, a a musician, a recording artist on the show, we have a segment called Sync Talk where we talk about the world of uh, syncs, not like in the bathroom, but you know, a digital synchronization of your song on a commercial or a movie. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk to you about that, but also you you're you're sort of in a, a rarefied air type of artist that might get some corporate privates that you don't tell nobody uh-huh. about. So I'd like to, <laughs> first I'd like to know a little bit of those. Right. Okay. You know, if, if you have any, uh, any fun tales in that world. Man. So I just got booked to play this like Chick-fil-A corporate. There we go. Gig in oh Nashville. yeah. That's what we're looking Man. for. That's what we're looking for. Yes. Uh-huh. I, I think, um, it, it's pretty humbling. You know, the fact that I, that I was on a stage 
with Chris Stapleton and, 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 and Garth Brooks. I mean, it was really, oh. it was like a country R&B sandwich. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually, that's fucking crazy. That's really serious. Where yeah, was so this? this? It was in Nashville. I'm not sure what the venue was. Okay. I mean, wow. I mean, I literally got up there. I played four songs and I got off. I mean, probably the shortest gig I've ever played in my life. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well, you know, if the gig if the gig is short and the money is long, everything's fine. Oh, but, right. I mean, did you get and, to- and also all the honey mustard you can eat. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, how can you lose? Did you did you get to build with Garth? Like, did you did you hang with him? Meet him? I, I wish it was it was like super quick. I mean, like yeah. they were kind of doing their own thing and. You know, I literally got up there, I played some songs, and then hopped in the car and went right back to the hotel. You you told the helicopter, keep it running. Keep it running. Keep it. <laughs> I won't be long. Did they request certain songs from your catalog? They they did. So, yeah. yeah. I, what, the yeah. amount of money they were willing to pay, I'm like, hey, you can... I'll play Jonas Brothers songs. I don't give a fuck. You guys just tell me what time I got to be there. I write a whole new album. <laughs> <laughs> how much time? How much time do I have? I'm gonna do this. Whole I will thing. do. I will do Morgan Wallen covers. I will do whatever you want me to do. Easy. <laughs> okay. Okay. There is a line. There is a line. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. No. So, how much did Chick Fil A pay for that one? <laughs> Man, um, you don't have to answer that question. Yeah, right. It, it, it went, it, you know, the, the you know the check cleared and uh-huh. it went to the it went to the bank account and it's in there just just you know having a good time, <laughs> chilling. I love. I, I, what a great I like what a think- great diplomatic answer to that question. How much did Chick Fil A pay for this corporate gig? <laughs> they wrote a check and a person who worked there signed it. it I put my gave that check to my bank and exactly. now you know the money's just having a good time in my business checking the journey. <laughs> of the check by Leon Bridges the new album in stores okay well then let's get into the sync so that is a good tale a positive win for everyone mm-hmm. the bad side that we like to explore with the world of syncs are you know when you maybe you had to do a little commercial gig for someone you're gonna get quarter mil for this Chick-fil-A commercial mm-hmm. you got outbid somebody something didn't work out or maybe a, a check that you had to say no to for mm. personal beliefs mm. like if you know you didn't like that a company's politics or something like that man I, I haven't really uh i guess come across that i guess if you did a chick-fil-a gig then you know you're pretty much good to go right? Right. now the crazy thing about them is that um they pretty much like shut down i guess uh i think it was broadway or something to where like at a certain time you couldn't buy alcohol oh, wow. which was pretty wild yeah yeah that's shit. yeah i mean growing up with that shit it's closed on sundays they mean business with that right. stuff it's real it's real real southern shit mm-hmm. but i mean with sinks, we've heard we've heard a couple great stories from people that like you know they were vegetarian and asked to do KFC and they lost out on two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Mm, wow, you know, stuff wow. like that. Stuff like stuff. Stuff like most that, of which, it th- apparently is chicken based, though. I think we've covered all the all the <laughs> yeah, chicken yeah. restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by by accident. But I mean, you, you've had you've had some big commercials and I'm sure some movies and the whole thing. Yeah, um, and, and luckily, you know, the people that kind of you know, facilitate these, the gig, you know, mm-hmm. these certain gigs for me, they're able to kind of gauge, you know, what's, which, which one is, it doesn't go against, you know, my personal beliefs in a way. So, yeah. Speaking of nothing, I heard a story, uh, a friend of ours, I think was in, a, in Austin, and he said that he saw you walking down the street carrying uh, an espresso cup 
and a saucer. Nice. Like it's a like it's a to-go <laughs> beverage. Can you confirm that this is some behavior that Leon Bridges might fuck around and be doing? We Man, like this. This is cool. Because it's very cool. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's definitely some LB behavior right there. Uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's player, you know. That's that's how yeah, players. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, the pinky is out. <laughs> yeah, you're carrying. Sure, you're sure. walking down the boulevard with a nice espresso, <laughs> holding the saucer underneath it with the other hand. That, you know, you know, a, 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 a nice little lady walks by and the sunglasses go down. <laughs> right, right. Um, they, they, they said uh, to go, you know, I didn't know I could take the, it, you know. <laughs> I, I, I know you guys said to go, so I just did that. I yeah. just, you you know, ordered I, it to go, but you said for here. Right. And, then, and then you said, I wish you would stop me from stealing your fine china. <laughs> right, right. Blue your bottle. Suck my dick. I like the idea, though. I like this idea. For I, I I think it's because it, you see sometimes the coffee cup, yeah, right? You right. know, but not the not the espresso, yeah. Because it's such a quick, it's a quick drink. Right. Follow a couple follow up <laughs> questions when you're done. Because the espresso, do you drink? Do you drink it straight? You do a little sugar and cream? Uh no, no, no frills. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just okay. like straight to the point, straight up. You, do, right. you just do a plain Jane, plain Jane espresso, plain Jane espresso. You sip raw. Okay, follow up question. <laughs> when you're done with the espresso. Do you like if I, if I were to go to your house and I open a closet, would just hundreds of espresso cups fall to the ground like a waterfall? <laughs> or number two, the better answer: as soon as you take your last sip of the espresso, do you just throw that porcelain glass onto the sidewalk and shatter it, as, and you just keep walking? You know, I just kind of pack it up and take it as a little souvenir. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> ah, that's nice. That's nice. I like that too. I like that too. Because you you probably stay you probably stay at some of the finer hotels and resorts. You know, in this beautiful world. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes right. you want that. You know, you want the Ritz Ritz. Yeah, Paris, so you, you when you were recording you know? your album here in LA, that was at Gold Digger Studio, right? It was. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you were here recording in LA, is is the weed better here or in Texas? Man, at that point, I wasn't I wasn't getting into the weed. Um, mm, okay, I re- I recently started kind of getting into edibles and stuff. Mm-hmm. This well, this recent tour I did, you know, we weren't able to step outside our COVID bubble, and so um, what else what else can you do but smoke weed or eat a lot of food and yeah. drink? Yeah, that is. I mean, <laughs> the thought of being on tour and like not being able to have people backstage, like the fun parts, is is seems pretty challenging. Not when you have an edible. When, right. when, if you take enough edibles. If somebody knocks on the door, you start crying. So yeah, that's true. He that's was true. just fine being alone. <laughs> How many? What's our milligrams that we're up to nowadays, Leon? Oh man, I'm I'm lightweight, man. Um, uh, I, I just nothing above ten, okay, man. That's cool. Lightweight. Hey, I'm the same. I'm in the same as you. I, I'm I'm I'll take. I'm I'm no more than ten as well. Like, I like to still be coherent, you know. Yeah, yeah. You got to put the words together, exactly. And the sentences together. Got to spit game, you know. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> that know? that's something that Jason. No drug could help or hurt Jason's game. It's it's lost. Mm-hmm. She says she loves in- intellectually stimulating conversations. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay all right i got you all right no no problem i got you i got you (laughs) yeah i I, I can't help you there i can i can make you like a quesadilla no but actually speaking of quesadillas you got a little taco yes collab on the streets right now and speaking of la yes sir yes sir Um, home state the the restaurant here a little tex-mex spot chris and i ate there a couple months ago right chris remember that? yeah we did i've been there they yeah have a, they have a great queso and chips but you have your own leon bridges taco got the taco man so much much like your presidential playlist is this something that the team <laughs> worked out or did you have a, 
a lot of input on on this culinary adventure. I wasn't super hands on with it. You know, it, it was kind of. One of those. <laughs> He's like, if you could tell me what is in the taco, that'd be great because I have no idea. You read right, this? right. It was, it was, it was kind of a situation they, um, you know, they they put in front of me, and I was like, gave the green light, like, man, this is mm-hmm, these mm-hmm. are ingredients that I feel um, reflect Fort Worth, in, you know, in a way, mm-hmm. and uh, and we went, we went with it. Te- Texas is known for its own brand of Mexican food. Do you per- do you prefer that to to is that because that's what you grew up with? Like you prefer that to Mexico or even or even L.A. It does spend a lot of, a lot of time in Tulum. You never know. You know, I, I love Tex Mex, uh, yeah. but I actually think I think Cali Mex mm. is a better version. Mm. If it's not that, then you, I got to go like straight up traditional Mexican food. I'm glad you're paying homage to the Cali Mexican. <laughs> we do it right here. Yes, indeed. Do you yes, cook indeed. the or do you cook do you cook at home or are you are you hands off there too? <laughs> um, I can, I can. <laughs> I, I'm 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 capable, uh-huh. you know, of of cooking. I'm I'm just. You got? Do you have a do you have a closer dish? You got a nice little <laughs> Fort Worth ting coming over. Is there a, is there a, the the one thing that you can make that's just like a home run? I, well, I, I make the tings uh, just cook for me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so you you're like here's my Amex number, right? Right. Here's the Amex. Here's the, here's the, there's a Whole Foods right around the corner. Go nuts! I want you to have fun with it. Uh-huh. Yeah, you do right. whatever you want. It's on you tonight, baby. I'm not I'm not doing dairy right now, and I. Uh... <laughs> okay, good for you. Good for you. So, other than music and wearing clothes, you outsource everything, and that must be great for your mental health. Absolutely, you know. I stand. I'm learning a lot. I'm right. learning a lot about about Leon, and it's yeah. making me. I'm I'm down. He's my new shaman. Like this is what I want to. I need to get good at something first. So I, I you know, right. Maybe I could learn to play guitar. You know, I'm 39. I still have a few mm-hmm. good years left, and then you know, then maybe right. I can really out because I'm I'm kind of half-assing my outsourcing. But I feel like you've really figured out how to outsource the right way. Yeah, you have to outsource someone who does the outsourcing for you so you don't even have to think about it. It doesn't even happen. Yeah, then you've really achieved nirvana. (laughs) All right, Leon. Well, thank you for putting up with our fun brand of questioning. I hope you you (laughs) enjoyed this podcast. I agree. Thank you. This is light work. This is light work. That was fun. Good. All right, good, Definitely good. Fun. We'd love to hear it. And we're yeah, we'll uh, you're leaving on tour soon. We'll come see you somewhere. Um, and please uh, do let me know. Appreciate your time as always, man. We'll talk soon. Always good, man. Have a good one. All right, man. Later, you too. Baby, let's go. Slide out to face the world.